Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. I think it probably wouldn't work if you like hate your job and you desperately want to get out of there. Like, just get out. Just put in your notice. Like, you're not going to be wanting to do these things anyway for a company that you hate. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name is Emma. I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration, and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional, and together we're excited to give you all the tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey, Em, and welcome back, everyone. Who are we giving a big fat shoot your shot shout out to this week to Mimi from Brooklyn who bought us three coffees so so kind and I absolutely loved what she had to say she said after bombing an interview for a job I thought was ideal I began scouring the internet for a resource to prepare for interviews and I found you I never prepared for an interview before and somehow still got the job not anymore it seemed so I listened to almost all the episodes about interviews and about rejection and prepared for an interview for what could be my dream job. I like how she said could because she's obviously listened to us about how we say you don't know it is your dream job. I love that. It could be. Could be. It has potential. She said, picked out an outfit, found all my good bits, practiced and wrote down tons of questions for the do you have any questions for me question, which I blanked on last time. Not this time she wasn't going to. They actually remembered what I asked in this part, which was great. Where do you see the company going in the future? Over 200 applicants applied for this position. And after a Zoom interview, I was called in in person to let me know they liked me the best. I'm entering the trial period now, so wish me luck. I need to listen to the next episodes, haha, but wanted to express my sincere thank you. Oh, I love this because it's like, She hasn't necessarily got the job offer yet. Like, again, we don't, shout outs are not always about like you've landed the job offer, but I love that she had all these learnings and all these things of like, hey, I could do this so differently. And it's not about like, could she have got that, you know, called back without preparing? Maybe like plenty of people do okay with winging their interviews, but it's like, she didn't just get called in. They said they remembered the question she asked. They liked her the best. Like she's in such a prime position. And I just kind of think like if you're going to bother going to an interview and actually like putting yourself in the running for a job, I feel like why not give it your all, you know, like why not give it everything to be like, well, I don't want to wonder, oh, well, I could have prepped more. And this sense of confidence will carry her because if she gets knocked back in the future, she's going to know I'm doing all I can. I'm confident. I feel good. She'll be better equipped to handle 
you know, things not going the way she might have hoped if this happens again, but they won't. Her great job is coming for her. And it's going to be this one. She's going to get off with the job. I can feel it. Good luck, Mimi. I am so excited for you. You've been a star student and I'm excited for you to graduate from Not Needing Us. And I'm so glad we, you found us, like scouring the internet. I love that. I'm like, well, how did you come across us? Was it Spotify? It's normally Spotify. So good. And as always, if you liked one of our episodes, used a tip we sent you or want to request some specific advice about your situation or industry, hit that follow button on Instagram kindly slide into our DMs and we will do our best to get back to you. And sometimes the suggestions we get are so great, we go, oh my God, we're doing an episode on this the next time we record. Yeah. Other times we note it down and we get back to it and we can't always reply to everyone straight away, but we try. But this one was juicy and Emma and I disagreed on it and we just, we had to help Taylor on this question. We should make this a clickbait podcast episode title, Sisters Hash It Out Over Disagreement (laughs) on Controversial Job Advice. No jokes. So Everyone's going to be like, I'm with Sarah. (laughs) Taylor slid into our DMs with this following conundrum. All right. She said, girls, I've been devouring your podcast and Instagram. I love that. Not many people show love to our Instagram. Please go follow it. Since stumbling upon it a couple of weeks ago, I'm going through a bit of a career wobble and I have a question. Oh, I love that phrase, a career wobble. Can we start using that? So Can we borrow that from her? Just a little wobble. It's just a wobble. You haven't got the death wobbles. You know when you're on a bike and someone's got the death wobbles and they're just going to fall over. Yeah, Just a little wobble. It's just a little wobble. I'm struggling to leave a business that I'm deeply ingrained in. The job doesn't serve me anymore and I'm rather busting to experience more and evolve in my career. I've been with this small business for six years and sometimes it feels like I'm so entwined in the business that it will struggle if I leave. Whether that's true or not, the owner certainly makes enough comments about the business being a family and valuing loyalty above all else that it certainly feels like it. My question is about when to tell her I want to leave. Many people have given me the advice that I should stay quiet, find another job and give my four weeks notice when I get another opportunity. But I'm struggling so much with the resounding feeling that I'm going to hurt the business when I leave, but I feel so trapped. Is it strange to tell an employer your intent to leave before giving in your notice to allow us to come up with a plan to help hand over my responsibilities, which are a bit large, admittedly. A funny side effect of having a close relationship with your boss and co-workers. The guilt. Mm. And we've heard this a little bit about resignations before and I think we touched on it on our topic about how to resign and leave on a good note and stuff. But this is a bit more specific. Do you say something before you're actually going to go because it's time for you to leave? And particularly when it's, you know, been six years and you need more in your career, it's a fairly understandable situation, I think. But what's your reaction to this, Em? If it was completely up to you, what would you tell Taylor? I feel like not your circus, not your monkeys, girl. Like that is just the classic story of an employer that doesn't plan enough, that dumps too much on the one person that, you know, probably I feel like I may be wrong generalizing 
I'm not saying this is specific here, but generalizing, often the person that's doing this isn't super appreciated. Like they're doing it all and it feels like they don't have much recognition. And my gut feeling is like, you don't owe them anymore. Like there is room for kindness and for say, if you only had to give two weeks for giving four weeks and going really above and beyond to, you know, get your things in order and write comprehensive document handovers and videos. Like I understand that there's space for going the extra mile because you do care about them and, you know, you want to help, but I just feel like things could go wrong because if you announce that you want to leave, right, and if they are really toxic or angry and then they take this and then they either let you go, they start being really hostile. What if then, you know, you say you want to leave, but then you actually can't find a job and it takes ages and then you're there for like months and it goes on. I just feel like there's a lot of variables. And so I feel like my overwhelming feeling is like, oh, not your problem, not your problem. But as always, there is plenty of nuance and we actually DM'd Taylor back and forth and got some more info. But when I initially just had this message, I was like, oh. She's like, no way, don't tell them. They don't deserve to know. Absolutely not. And I'm sure that there are listeners listening to this right now and you're driving along, listening to this in the car and you're thinking, oh my God, I would never tell them. Screw them. I'm just going to give my notice and I'm not telling them until I've got something locked in because I don't owe them anything. And I agree with you. I do. Here's what I think though. And I want to present an alternative perspective. It's a judgment call at the end of the day. It absolutely is. And there's no one that can make that call other than you really, because you're the one who knows the company. You're the one who knows the boss. You're the one who knows what kind of an environment it is. And you also know yourself and how you're going to feel just doing your notice period as opposed to saying something earlier. And you also know maybe what it might be like for you applying for jobs. Like maybe it depends on the skill set that you've had. Like if you are in a really niche business, particularly in a small business, and you've done like a bit of everything, you might actually find it a little bit hard to go back in and specialize in what you've been doing again. But maybe you've got a very in-demand skill set and you know that it's going to be fairly easy. Well, I think all of that would factor into your judgment call on how you want to do this. And I think we came up with a really great end result. So stay tuned to the end of the episode. But here's the cons. I agree with you on the cons. Here's what could go wrong if you do it and it doesn't work. Your boss could react really badly. Like they're disappointed, they're upset, they're angry at you. Can't believe you've blindsided me like this. What are we going to do? Maybe they like cut you out and they stop inviting you to meetings and they like just ignore you or like something really weird. Like they just react really badly. And then, like you said, what if you don't get a job as soon as you were thinking and you're kind of stuck there for weeks and months and it's really weird and they know you're leaving, but like you haven't left yet. You really don't owe them any more than your notice. That's what your employment contract says. It's a contractual obligation. Yeah. And honestly, to the employers out there, if you've got employees who are like absolutely critical to the success and survival of your business, then you should talk to them about upping their notice period. And upping their pay quietly. (laughs) Well, yeah. But it's a good thing for both sides typically with upping notice periods because it means that they have more protection. If you got rid of them or made them redundant or whatever, you would have to pay their notice period. So it's typically a good situation for both people if you increase their notice period. But yeah, so they could turn on you and they could tell you to leave immediately. They could be like, well, you need to put in your notice now or you need to go. And like, it could just go really wrong. You're going to have to make that judgment call. Is that likely or knowing your boss, is that not likely? Now, I want to present the case for how this can work really well. 
So hear me out before you make a decision if you're in this situation. Now, it can be a really great way to release that feeling of guilt that Taylor was talking about. You know when you're like, you know you're going to leave, but you haven't really told anyone yet and it's still a secret. And you're like in a meeting, they're planning for, well, when we do this next year and you're like, "Mm -hmm, I'm not going to be here next year. I have the devil and angel on my shoulders because like the angel is like, yeah, I know what that feels like and like that sucks. But then the devil's like, I shouldn't have guilt anyway. Corporate capitalist society. (laughs) It's still odd to be like planning for stuff and you're like, oh. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Somebody else should really do that because I don't want to start it. And then, you know, like you're just feeling conflicted about like this could be a lot easier for everyone if I didn't have to start working on things that I'm not going to be here for. And like it's this big secret. And I think also it allows you both to start thinking about your exit and working towards it. Like what are all of your duties? Who can take some of those things on? Maybe it's an opportunity for someone else to start stepping up and being cross-trained. Well, you can't really do that when you're rushing in your notice period. You've only got four weeks. You've only got two weeks or something to sort that all out. Like it's going to be a little bit more chaotic than if you can have them shadow you for a month before you leave or like two months leading up to it and slowly teach different people different things. It, It might be nicer. You might be able to plan your handover. You could even and maybe start hiring and potentially actually hire someone else before you left as well. Like I think in a really small business where it was maybe just you and the owner and one other person or something like that, this might be a good option for that to say, hey, I'm going to stay until we train someone to replace me. Like, you know, in that circumstance, maybe that's what you want to do. Maybe you could participate in helping with the hiring. Yeah, exactly. And figuring out who would be good for the job. Sitting in on the interviews. You could help train them after they start. You could talk to them about. I think all of this works really well, particularly when the situation is, hey, I've been here a really long time. Like I've done my time. Like there's no hard feelings. It's not like I'm leaving early. Like I've been here. I've done this job inside out. It's time for me to go. I also think it works in a situation of like, it's not you, it's me kind of thing of like, I don't like this job. It's not working out or whatever. I think it probably wouldn't work if you like hate your job and you desperately Really want to get out of there, like just get out, like just put in your notice. Like you're not going to be wanting to do these things anyway for a company that you hate. No, this is giving when you care about it a lot and you still have to have some or a lot of positive feelings about it. Yeah. And also like your decision to leave is not like an impulse one. It's something that you've been brewing and thinking about. Well, this is a way to progress that plan and that conversation without taking immediate action right now. Like this would work really well if say you were going to move or you wanted to, you know what I mean? Like change careers or something. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to uni next year. I'm going to tell you in November the year before because I'm going to resign then. And like, I think that works so well in these situations and I'm sure people are so hesitant, but we'll get to that. Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep. It takes you step by step by step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. So it could also help you like 
take your time to start looking for something as well to say, hey, I'm going to leave this career. I'm going to leave this business. I want to go back to XYZ. I'm doing a career change. I'm whatever, because it might release a little bit of pressure and stop you feeling like I have to get out. I have to get out. I hate this. I hate this. Like you've had the conversation. It's all out in the open. You can take the time to find something that really works for you versus if you resign, I don't know. I just feel like you're juggling two things at once. It could be the best of both worlds. It's almost like a quiet quitting. It's soft launching your exit. It is. It's like it is. giving you more time. It is. And it, like, that's exactly how to think about it. I also think there's other things that people don't necessarily think about. You could get flexibility in your schedule for interviews. Like if you're open and honest with your boss to be like, hey, I've got an interview this afternoon. Do you mind if I leave early and I'll come back later? Or you could talk about that stuff now. You don't have to have your sick days. And there's a reference check because they know you're looking. They might feel super grateful that you've given them the heads up and really want to help. That'll make them want to give you an even nicer review. Yeah. And because you've already broke the news, you might even be able to have more flexibility to book in a break between your two jobs. And I think that's a really good one to think about because often if you've been somewhere a long time, when you do put in your notice, that notice period is going to be hectic because there's so much for you to do. You've got to document things. You've got to hand over. Everyone's panicking. They're not going to let you leave your notice period earlier. The new job probably wants you yesterday. So they're like, no, no, we need you straight away. So it can feel really hard to say, well, actually, I want to do four weeks notice and then have a week off in between. I find that that's really hard to do. Most people I know that leave a job have to literally like leave on a Friday, start the Monday, and it's a source of pain because you want to give your new job the earliest possibility and you have to give your last job the latest. The most amount of time. So it's like you're sandwiched in the middle and then, of course, once you start your new job, you don't accrue leave for a long time. Yes, and you can't take time off straight away, 100%. Whereas if you start giving them this notice, you can have an idea in mind of when you'd like to actually leave and you can start planning and going, okay, I'm going to interview here, but I may be able to get away with only giving them three weeks notice because I've been planning this for the last two months with my boss and the last three weeks will be okay. You know, like, so then I can book in a week off. Like, I just think it can work so incredibly well and I've seen it work so incredibly well. Typically, you're not doing this for months and months. Typically, it's like just a few more weeks than what you already would because you've already kind of started applying. So here's where I've seen it be a missed opportunity for people. Like I've had people who have resigned and I just thought, oh, you could have just told us earlier and this just your whole life would have been so much easier if you had have done that. Like personally less stressful for them? Yeah, yeah, like not for us at all. It's like your life would have been better. And this is where companies where I've been HR and I've seen it work really well when the person is comfortable, but I've also seen where someone like should have chosen to do this really. They have the right not to. I just want to make that clear. They don't have to. They don't owe us anything. But here's what I sometimes have seen. They decided that they didn't want to work here anymore. They were a bit disconnected. They were like, nah, I don't like this job anymore. I don't care. And like, this doesn't necessarily come from being bad spirited or a bad employee or whatever. It's just like, do you know how much harder it is to care about things at work when you've already decided you're leaving? Like, it's really hard. Even someone who's super engaged and hardworking, you will find it challenging in your notice period or like when you've decided that you're leaving to put in the same amount of effort and energy. 
that changes. They don't put in the same amount of effort, energy. They're not showing up the same way. They're not performing as well. Sometimes too, this coincides with like a busy period or something else happening and the pressure actually turns up on them or other people are getting frustrated with them by being like, oh, you're not doing these things. You're not showing up in this same way. And then they finally go, oh, they've put in their resignation. Everyone's like, oh, of course. Like they haven't been happy for a month. Like that makes so much sense. Like you've been checked out. And I think in some of those cases, life would have been so much easier if they had sat down and said, hey, I've been here X amount of time. It's time for me to transition out. I think everyone can then relax. We're not expecting you to be at the top of your game anymore. We know that, hey, you're not a part of our long-term plans. We can start thinking about who's going to do parts of your role. We might even be able to lighten the load on you on your way out. Like, There's just so many options. And in some cases, I've seen where we were like, going to start looking at performance managing them and having some serious conversations about like, hey, we don't think this is working out. And it's like that person also was thinking it wasn't working out and none of us told each other. And it's like, oh, we could have been like, yeah, we agree. Like, hey, that's cool. It's time to go. Like, let's give you a great reference. Let's make this a really nice exit. I think you should definitely, definitely consider it if you're in a situation like Taylor. Yes. Back to my opinion at the start, still stands, but (laughs) it stands more if the person makes you feel like they're relying on you, they're so integral and you're stressed the hell out and you're not enjoying it. And, you know, in that situation where you're kind of being fucked over, I'm like, no, they don't deserve that. But if you care about the job, you like it and it's more softer reasons, like I just want to do something else, I am on board with how this can be positive. But for the people that are listening that are like, I hate my goddamn job and my boss says these guilt-tripping things to me all the time, this is your permission You do not have to do this and you can just give them your notice and get the hell out of there. Of course, of course. But I want to plant the seed of I've seen it work really well and I've talked to people after they've resigned who said that they considered it and they thought it was too weird, nobody ever does that, they couldn't do it, they thought, I thought about it and I said no. Yeah, and I want to plant that seed. If you were already thinking about this, then I think that you should seriously consider it. So we do have an exciting update from Taylor. Sarah chimed in with some advice, gave her this whole scenario, told her to make a judgment call, said it can work really well. And she said, I got a phone interview for a role this afternoon, so it might have to unfold faster than I thought. And then we're like, oh my God, great. Let us know. And then she goes, I did it. Admittedly, I waited until I got a good indication I was in for a more likely shot at this next job, but it was really good to get the process started. I came from a place of caring and she really surprised me by being so level-headed about the whole thing. I was a bit shocked because she has been quite reactive in the past, but we had a brief discussion about how I could support her to find find someone new and bridge the gap between me and the next person. Small business life, not enough hands or people to just slot in the next person in line. But it was good. She was as happy for me as she could be. And we had a joke about her going home for a few wines to digest and think. I think it helped that I'd already thought about not just leaving her in the dust. I didn't resign on the spot. I made sure I was clear that I don't have the job yet, but that my intention was to fly the coop when something came up and that I'm comfortable with her starting to look for someone else to replace me and helping to transition down slowly. Thank you for encouraging me. Oh, I love this. And I don't want to say I told you so, but I did tell you so. Mm. 
But I love this because I think she kind of covered the cons really well by like hesitating a little bit until she maybe heard back from a job. I think that works. Like you've already got something going. Like it's not really time to resign yet, but you've done it earlier than you were comfortable with. And I think the reality is even bosses who might tend towards having a negative reaction of like, oh my God, you're leaving. How could you do this? They know that you do not have to tell them this early. They know that you do not have to give them more notice. So I think even someone who is very entitled, they're going to understand the fact that you did not have to do this. You are doing this for them and not for you. I think that that's really nice. And I think she was surprised that it was a good reaction. I wasn't necessarily surprised because I think any business owner understands that like, hey, this is a good situation for me and at least I can kind of do something about it. Like I appreciate the relationship that we have that she's able to tell me and come to me and I there's trust there. Like it's what just, a wasted yeah. opportunity if this boss reacted awfully. You've just now pissed off your employee that's carrying your business. <laughs> Who's already gonna leave anyway? I know. I know that's the thing. It doesn't make sense for them to take this badly. You are literally doing them a solid. Yes. And I think that that should be reinforcing for someone who's considering doing this because objectively it is better for them to work with you. Even if they're going to act selfishly, the selfish thing will be to work with you on this. (laughs) It's only like the ego, you know, kind of like not logical thing of like emotion that they would like get out, you know, whatever. The selfish thing is to work with you and to keep you there as long as they can to help them transition. I love how she said as well, like starting to transition down slowly. I love the idea that maybe she could start dropping down her days as the weeks and months go on. And again, like having a little bit of time to spend doing her own thing and recovering and going on a holiday or doing weekends away or something like that as this job search kind of goes on. And maybe she's in a comfortable enough position with leave being paid out and things like that, that she could have time off like booked in before she's even got another job. So I love all the options that open up here. You could even get a temp in, you could hire someone new. And when someone resigns in a team, you always have the opportunity to decide, okay, do we want to just replace this role or do we want to do something different with this role? And like, do we want to give it to someone else or promote someone or hire a junior or split it into two roles or whatever? And it gives them a little bit more time to make decisions like that. There you have it. That is our take on telling your boss you want to leave ahead of time. Bit of a devil and angel situation there. Let us know you know, what camp you're in. And as always, nuance, judgment calls needed here. You know this person best, you know the situation best. But yeah, I think some people might be surprised that this is endorsed in some circumstances. Yeah, could be a win-win. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, follow us on Apple or Spotify, or better yet, tell someone else about the show. That's how we can hit the charts and help even more people. For savable content, some scripts, and some great advice, check us out on Instagram at Interview Boss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming.